AskADesignerAnything.com Hello and welcome to Ask a Designer Anything, episode 73. My name is Craig, as always, and today I'm talking about something that I've spoken about in a couple of other episodes, and it's my favourite marketing books and my favourite design books. It's not going to be a long episode because there's only eight books that I want to mention, and I'll put the link link to all the books in the show notes so you can check them out yourself. But I think it's really useful for me to talk about these because I love sharing good books, especially good business books and especially good marketing books because often, to be honest, they're really hard to come by good marketing books and good business books because there is so, so, so much dross out there, particularly about business, particularly about marketing. And trust me, I've read them all. I've I've read everything from the good books to the not so good books and the really good books. And I'm going to suggest the best books to you right now. And I'm going to begin by talking about 80-20 marketing. 80-20 marketing is a book by a chap called Perry Marshall. And it was one of the latest books that I've read, actually. And it's all about the Pareto principle. I think I'm saying that right. It might be Pareto principle. I'm not sure. I do know that it's got a lot of P's in it and it's quite hard to pronounce. But it's a book all about the Pareto principle, about how um, 20% of your effort rewards you with 80% of the results. And it talks a lot about how to utilize that in your business, how to utilize that in your marketing, particularly the book is focused on marketing, but it talks a lot about the wider uh, business implications of implementing an 80-20 way of thinking. It also talks a little bit about some formulas to help you work out how you can um, implement 80-20 in your business. And it opened my eyes to a lot of things that I've not really thought about before, especially since we've nearly been running Genius Division for seven years now. And I've got experience of running a business with my directors for longer than that. And it was something that was kind of new to me in a way. I've heard of the idea of the 80-20 principle before, but I've never seen it distilled into a book that's actually useful. So. I do think it's worth reading. Check it out. That's 8020 Marketing. It's got a longer title than that, but if you t- search for 8020 Marketing by Perry Marshall, it's really worth reading. The next one is one of the more recent books, again, that I've read, and that's Tools of Titans by Tim Ferriss. I love Tim Ferriss. I love Tim Ferriss's podcast. I listen to it quite regularly, and I loved his interviews way, way, way back then. Way back when. I can't speak today. Way back when, when he spoke to... Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I can't believe I forgot Arnold Schwarzenegger's name just then. Yeah, when he spoke to Arnold Schwarzenegger, that was really interesting. And Tools of Titans basically distills everything Tim Ferriss has learned over the past, well, God knows how long he's been doing his stuff. But everything is learned by talking to people on his podcast. Everything is learned by talking to people in the world and everything else. And he distills it all down into one book. And it's a really good read. There's a lot of good tips in there. And it's really worth reading. So that's Tools of Titans by Tim Ferriss. I think out of the all the books that I'm going to suggest, I think that is one of my favourites because it's really readable and it's got a lot of good stuff in there that's worth reading. The next one isn't full of actionable tips really, but it is actually a good read and I think it's a good read for anybody, whether you're in business or whether you're in marketing or whatever you are. The One Thing by Gary Keller is a brilliant read because it talks about how you should be focusing on one thing. In day-to-day life, we we get 
dragged down the route, particularly in England and particularly in modern business, we get dragged down the way of thinking that we think we can do multiple things at once and we think we can focus on multiple things at once. And that doesn't just go for immediate work. So that's not just when we're sat in an office and we think we can focus on a spreadsheet as well as emailing people, as well as answering a phone. What it's actually talking about as well is having a laser focus on one thing that you want to achieve as well. Not saying I want to achieve these five things this month or these five things this week. What is the one thing that's really, really important that you need to be focusing on right now that's going to make every other task either vanish or make much easier to achieve? That's one of the main ideas around the whole book. Like I said, it's really worth reading. Um, I've, I've not actually read it all yet. It's one of the only books I've not read at all of, but I do read a lot of books, so it's quite difficult to read them all. But from what I've read, I think it's really worth recommending. And it's such a simple idea and such a simple thing that we kinda, we're kind of all aware of, but we just don't take any notice of it. And I think that's what I really liked about the one thing, that it distills that in, down into a book and it always it focuses you on that one idea. So that's the one thing by Gary Keller. The next book I want to quickly talk about is a series of books, and it's by a chap called Brad Burton. You may or may not have heard of him. A lot of the stuff that Brad shares in his books is common sense, and I think that is why he gets some stick sometimes, because he's not he's, he's, a, he's kind of a self-help guy and he's kind of a motivational guy. He, he does motivational talks mostly these days, but he's also... The, the guy who invented in England is the guy who invented foreign networking or far networking. I'm not too sure how, how to pronounce it, but he's the guy who invented that and he, and he started writing a couple of books. He's written three books and they're all worth checking out. And depending on your, on your opinions of, of self-help books, of motivational books, they may not gel with you, his, his ideas. But I really enjoyed reading all three of his books, his latest book, and Now What?, talks about what you should be doing next or after you've achieved everything, what should you do or what should you focus on? And it's, it's a really conversational tone in his book. It's a really easy read. They're not that long books and they're actually on the top of the uh, business books on Amazon, very regularly. They're probably at the top there now and they're just worth reading. They're really nice reads and really simple to read. So that is Brad Burton. If you've not heard of him, go check him out because he's he's got lots of stuff out there and he's really worth checking out. The other one is a book that most people in business have read. And this is mainly for business people, this book. And I I wouldn't really recommend you reading it if you're not in business because I don't think you'd get much from it. But the book is called The E-Myth. The longer title is The E-Myth, Why Most Small Businesses Fail. It's by a chap called Michael E. Gerber. And it's all about why as I just said, most small businesses fail. There's there's some crazy statistic out there that I can't remember off the top of my head, but basically a lot of small businesses fail. A lot of them fail in the first year. It's a very high percentage. And this book delves into that and tries to work out why a lot of small businesses fail. And it breaks down businesses into, into particular kinds of business. And it's in the most of the book is written in the third person in a kind of story style. So it's really easy to read. It's really easy to get into. And the points that it that it gets across in the book are really valuable points. So that is The E-Myth by Michael E. Gerber. 
it's definitely worth checking out in your, if you're in business. I'm not too sure about if you're not. Now, the last three books I want to mention really quickly is The Brand Gap, and my notes have just disappeared, so I'm actually not sure who's written this book. So I'm frantically trying to type this book on my iPad to try and find out who wrote it. So yes, the, the book is called The Brand Gap, and it's by a chap called Marty, and I may say this in the wrong, Newmeyer. And the brand, the brand Gap book is all about branding, but it's actually an interesting read, even if you're not into branding or if you're not into design. It's quite a, um, quite a lengthy book, but it's worth reading. And it talks about uh, the difference between business strategy and design and how to bring it all together. But it's worth reading. Most of these books that I've mentioned in this are actually interesting to read, if, even if you're not in business or marketing. And The Brand Gap falls into that as well. And another book that falls into that, generally, if you want to, this book is for if you want to understand how your brain works a little bit more. And I read a lot of books like this. And this book's mostly about psychology. You've probably heard of it because it's a really popular book. And it's a book called The Chimp Paradox by Professor Steve Peters. And it talks about how a lot of our decisions are based on the chimp part of our brain. That's not a technical term, but that's a simplified term. A lot of the things we do in our life are based on um, sim- simple needs. And the book delves into that a little bit. And it, it helps you to kind of understand your brain a little bit more. And in the same vein as that, and this isn't one that I've written down, but I've just remembered this book now that I think is really interesting, is the books, um, Freakonomic books. If you've not read the Freakonomics books, I think there's two of them, Freakonomics and Super Freakonomics by Stephen J. Dubner and another chap who I've forgotten the name of. Those books are absolutely brilliant. I read them first when I went on holiday abroad somewhere and I went to the WH Smiths in the airport and I saw Freakonomics and I saw the front cover. I thought, oh, I'll give that a try. And the books are absolutely brilliant. They're definitely worth reading. And then the final book that I want to mention is one that's one that's about uh, marketing again. And it's quite a lengthy book and it's worth reading, but it's been around for a very long time. Well, I say a very long time. I think the book is about 15 years old now. And I'm just, again, I've come come completely unprepared for these last couple of books that I've decided to suggest on uh, on this podcast. And I'm frantically trying to hide the fact that I don't know the author of this book either by just talking over and over. And this is where this is where the one thing book comes in because I'm trying to talk as well as searching on my iPad at the same time and I'm no good at multitasking. So I'm not very good at hiding it. Yes, the, so the final book is called Guerrilla Marketing, Easy and Inexpensive Strategies for Making Big Profits from Your Small Business. That is the longer title of the book and it's by a guy called J. Conrad Levinson. It's a brilliant book. It talks about all kinds of crazy ideas for marketing and some simpler ideas, but the the big thing that goes throughout the whole book is the tagline, easy and inexpensive strategies. There's a lot of good stuff in there, a lot of creative stuff as well, and it's a really interesting book to read. So that's my book suggestions. There's a lot of stuff in there. There's some books in there that you don't have to know anything about marketing or any desire about marketing or design that are really interesting reads particularly Tools of Titans by Tim Ferriss and any other Tim Ferriss books I think are always interesting. His podcast, the Tim Ferriss podcast, is also, I think it's actually called The Tim Ferriss Show. That's also worth checking out. 
The One Thing book and Brad Burton books are also really interesting. And Freakonomics and The Chimp Paradox are really good and really interesting as well. Amazingly, I managed to talk for 12 minutes then about books that I recommend. Because I spoke for so long, for 12 minutes that time, I'm not going to do the usual end of my episode thing. I'm just going to finish it by saying this was episode 73 and you can find the show notes on all the book links that I spoke about in this episode at my website at askadesigneranything.com forward slash EP73. And I'm going to say nothing else because I went on too long. So thanks so much for listening and I'll see you tomorrow again for another episode of Ask a Designer Anything.